Story four of Japanese Fairy World Stories from the Wonder Law of Japan by William Elliot Griffiths. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Noel Badrian. The Tongue Cut Sparrow. There was once an old man who had a wife with a very bad temper. She had never borne him any children and would not take the trouble to adopt a son. So for a little pet he kept a tiny sparrow and fed it with great care. The old dame, not satisfied with scolding her husband, hated the sparrow. Now the old woman's temper was especially bad on wash days, when her old back and knees were well strained over the low tub which rested on the ground. It happened once that she had made some starch and set it in a red wooden bowl to cool. While her back was turned, the sparrow hopped down on the edge of the bowl and pecked at some of the starch. In a rage the old hag seized a pair of scissors and cut the sparrow's tongue out. Flinging the bird in the air, she cried, Now be off! So the poor sparrow, all bleeding, flew away. When the old man came back and found his pet gone, he made a great ado. He asked his wife, and she told him what she had done and why. The sorrowful old man grieved sorely for his pet, and after looking in every place and calling it by name, gave it up as lost. Long after this, old man, while wandering on the mountains, met his old friend the sparrow. They both cried, Ohio, good morning, to each other, and bowing low offered many mutual congratulations and inquiries as to health, etc. Then the sparrow begged the old man to visit his humble abode, promising to introduce his wife and two daughters. The old man went in and found a nice little house with a bamboo garden, tiny waterfall, stepping stone, and everything complete. Then Mrs. Sparrow brought in slices of sugar jelly, rock candy, sweet potato custard, and a bowl of hot starch sprinkled with sugar, and a pair of chopsticks on a tray. Miss Suzumi, the elder daughter, brought the tea caddy and teapot, and in a snap of the fingers had a good cup of tea ready, which she offered on a tray kneeling. Please take up and help yourself. The refreshments are very poor, but I hope you will excuse our plainness, said Mother Sparrow. The delighted old man, wondering in himself at such a polite family of sparrows, ate heartily and drank several cups of tea. Finally, on being pressed, he remained all night. For several days the old man enjoyed himself at the sparrow's home. He looked at the landscapes and the moonlight, feasted to his heart's content, and played Go, the game of three hundred and sixty checkers, with Kosuzumi, the little daughter. In the evening, Mrs. Sparrow would bring out the refreshments and the wine, and seat the old man on a silken cushion while she played the guitar. Mr. Sparrow and his two daughters danced, sang, 
and made merry. The delighted old man, leaning on the velvet armrest, forgot his cares, his old limbs, and his wife's tongue, and felt like a youth again. On the fifth day the old man said he must go home. Then the sparrow brought out two baskets made of plaited rattan, such as are used in travelling and carried on men's shoulders. Placing them before their guest, the sparrow said, Please accept a parting gift. Now one basket was very heavy, and the other very light. The old man, not being greedy, said he would take the lighter one. So with many thanks and bows and good-byes, he set off homewards. He reached his hut safely, but instead of a kind welcome, the old hag began to scold him for being away so long. He begged her to be quiet, and telling of his visit to the sparrows, opened the basket, while the scowling old woman held her tongue out of sheer curiosity. Oh, what a splendid sight! There were gold and silver coin, and gems and coral, and crystals and amber, and the never-failing bag of money, and the invisible coat and hat, and rolls of books, and all manner of precious things. At the sight of so much wealth, the old hag's scowl changed to a smile of greedy joy. I'll go right off and get a present from the sparrows, said she. So, binding on her straw sandals, and tucking up her skirts, and adjusting her girdle, tying the bow in front, she seized her staff and set off on the road. Arriving at the sparrow's house, she began to flatter Mrs. Sparrow by soft speeches. Of course, the polite sparrow invited her into his house, but nothing but a cup of tea was offered her, and the wife and daughters kept away. Seeing she was not going to get any good-bye gift, the brazen hussy asked for one. The sparrow then brought out and set before her two baskets, one heavy and the other light. Taking the heavier one without so much as saying thank you, she carried it back with her. Then she opened it, expecting all kinds of riches. She took off the lid, when a horrible cuttlefish rushed at her, and a horned oni snapped his tusks at her, a skeleton poked his bony fingers in her face, and finally a long hairy serpent with a big head and lolling tongue sprang out and coiled around her, cracking her bones and squeezing out her breath till she died. After the good old man had buried his wife, he adopted a son to comfort his old age, and with his treasures lived at ease all his days. End of the Tongue-Cut Sparrow